Max's Monday Morning Market Mania has returned. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Max Kosmolski. You guys know that. Today, I'm going over three different topics. And as you guys know, I have a couple different segments of Max's Monday Morning Market Mania. And let me know which one you guys like more. Sometimes I will go over a few different events or news articles that outline the, uh, what happened in the markets or economics over the last week or so. Sometimes I do like a top five. I give my top five biggest learning lessons or uh, a couple weeks ago I did my top five favorite investments for the 2020s. So let me know what format you guys like more. I like to diversify a little bit because it, I cover a more broad range of financial knowledge and I'm doing this to help you guys. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not qualified to give anybody financial advice. I would hope that you wouldn't take financial advice from somebody on the internet. Uh, and if you are, go take it from someone who's a hell of a lot smarter than me. Someone like Rick Rule, someone like Mark Moss, someone like George Gammon. Uh, there, there's a whole bunch of people. But the bottom line is you got to learn. You got to learn from multiple sources. You got to take from each of those sources what you like and leave what you don't. So with that being said, Make sure you're tuning in every Wednesday, 6 a.m. We release a full-length episode. We either have a guest on or we discuss events that have happened in the world. It could range from literally anything. Uh, probes on planets, uh, aliens, Loch Ness Monster, communism. We talk about it all. So tune in Wednesdays if you like that kind of stuff. And then Thursday evenings, we do a live stream gaming. So if you're interested in that, be sure to tune in. And with that, I will get into the first topic of today. And you guys already know this. Elon bought Twitter. Man, I'm, I'm very excited for this. So he paid $44 billion. And we heard about this. The news broke months ago. I reported on this months ago. But recently, he finally walked in to Twitter and he took control. The deal is closed. He is the CEO of Twitter. And it's gonna be taken off the New York Stock Exchange. It's gonna be a private company. So I, I like that this happened. I do not like being censored. I've been censored. I've seen people get censored. I've seen how unbelievably unfair it is with the censorship in regards to censoring these people, but not these people. And I do think Elon Musk is the right guy for this. Uh, he doesn't come across as a power-hungry corrupt billionaire like a lot of the other ones do and until he proves me wrong I have faith in him until he shows us that he's corrupt and unfair then I am giving him the benefit of the doubt I'm putting my faith in him and another thing that gives me faith in him is the fact that all the people that I don't trust all the people that I don't like all the people that I think that are trying to ruin this world and just further their power-hungry and money-hungry madness, they all fucking hate Elon Musk. Go type Elon Musk's name in Google right now, and you'll see all of the major media outlets just completely bashing him. They're doing everything they can to just shit on him. And a lot of them are talking about how it's bullshit that some billionaire can come in and just buy Twitter and have control of the platform. But these people don't say shit about Mark Zuckerberg owning Facebook and Instagram. So if you're the one saying that and you're not saying anything about Mark Zuckerberg, then 
Get your ducks in a row. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's kind of unfair to say that. So the media demonizing Elon Musk, I take that as a good sign. The media usually demonizes all the people that I trust. The doctors that came out against the uh, COVID vaccines or uh, came out and said that these early treatments were effective when it has been proven that they were, media would just demonize them. I have lost all trust in the media and they hate Elon Musk, so he's probably on, a, on our side. He's probably a good guy. Until I'm proven wrong, that will be my opinion. And it sounds like he's laying off a lot of people at Twitter, as he should. Uh, there's a lot of people there that were in charge of this censorship, and they did a very bad job with it. They censored doctors that claimed that ivermectin was a safe and effective treatment for COVID, and that, that was wrong for them to censor it. So I'm not going to get too in deep on that, but I'll get on to the next topic. Elon bought Twitter. I think it's good news. Just figured I'd, you know, discuss it. So for the next article, ABC News came out and said, Poland chooses U.S. to build its first nuclear power plant. I think this is great. Poland is so ridiculously dependent on coal for their electricity. And as we're all trying to move away from fossil fuels, I think nuclear energy is the answer. It's clean. It's safe. It is effective. You can store a lot of energy in a small, small space and... It's actually safer than solar technology. More people die falling off of roofs, installing solar panels, than people dying from nuclear reactors. These things that happened in the past, Chernobyl, Fukushima, uh, Three Mile Island, they were horrible disasters, and yes, they involved nuclear energy, but we have, we've worked those issues out. The Chernobyl incident, that was, that was in a communist country, and they were lying, they were, they were stretching the truth, they were not doing the correct regulatory stuff for the reactor, and their negligence resulted in this disaster in Chernobyl, and that place won't be habitable for tens of thousands of years. But with the, those potential downsides, I think it's still worth it because the technology shows that we have gotten to the point where we can push forward with nuclear energy safe and effectively. The prime minister, I cannot pronounce his name, but I guess I'll try just for fun. Matuz Morawiecki. Matuz Morawiecki, the prime minister of Poland. He called it a reliable, safe technology. So this is a $40 billion investment and Westinghouse is gonna be doing the building of these reactors. There's gonna be Two nuclear power plants, each of them will have three nuclear reactors, and the first will start generating electricity in 2033, so only 11 years from now. That seems like a long time. It is, because you can't just up and build a nuclear power plant and start producing electricity the next day. That's why I'm so focused on getting this nuclear energy movement pushed forward, because we want to get rid of fossil fuels as everybody does, uh, regardless of all the climate change arguments, I, I don't really care about that. I know nuclear energy is safe, clean, and reliable, so I wanna push forward with that, but it takes a lot of time to build these things, so we need to start now. If you wanted to plant a tree, the best time to do it was 20 years ago. The second best time to do it is today. 
So I applaud them on starting this process of building these nuclear reactors, but it should have been done a long time ago. There is, there's a shortage of uranium and we're not gonna run out anytime soon, but if we don't increase the spot price to incentivize more production, then we will run out in the coming years. It, it'll, it'll be more than 10 or 11 years from now, but I, I think we will resolve it because spot price will go up and supply and demand will reach an equilibrium. As the spot price goes up, there's less demand, so less people are buying it, so less supply is being depleted. So that will aid in uh, you know, us not burning through our uh, uranium supply. And the second reactor actually, <laughs> it's gonna start producing electricity in 2043. So this is taking a long time. That's 21 years from now. I'm only 23, I can hardly imagine 21 years. I mean, that's like my entire life. So we need to get the ball rolling on this immediately and we need to get the ball rolling on it everywhere. Not just Poland, not just the United States, literally everywhere. This is our best solution for this energy crisis that, that's going on right now. And the energy crisis in Europe, the, these reactors, they will not solve it. The energy crisis will probably be solved uh, for five, 10 plus years by the time we're getting these nuclear power plants up and running. So what are they gonna do in the meantime? I don't really know, but it's a good start. Third article, Bloomberg came out, Goldman Sachs now sees Fed rates peaking at 5% in March. So they are kind of aligning with my prediction. I never threw out a month, but I think interest rates will peak next year. And I think there will be an event that forces the United States, well, the Federal Reserve to start lowering interest rates again because it's putting too much stress on the economy. If we have a $31 trillion debt, for each, for every single 1%, that's $310 billion in interest payments every single year. Our defense, defense budget is 700 billion. So it just goes to show how enormous this, this will be for our budget. It'll, it'll take more dollars out of taxpayers' pockets just to fund the interest on the debt that our reckless government accrued over the last you know, couple decades. And I'm not in favor of paying for the debt that was accrued years ago because I wasn't a voting citizen. I, I, didn't, I wasn't affected by any of these policies, but we are paying the price for their recklessness. And it's only getting worse. I mean, it, it started getting really worse, really bad with Bush. And then Obama doubled the national debt. Trump put a lot of, on the national debt. Biden put even more on the national debt. So it's a cycle. And I bet the next president, whoever it is, whether it's Biden or Trump or DeSantis or fucking AOC, I think they're going to put a lot more uh, debt into the system. And we might see a 40, 50 trillion dollar debt in the United States. But we cannot have that because with interest rates going up, we will not be able to afford those interest payments. Goldman Sachs sees interest rates peaking at 5%. If the Fed funds rate is 5%, then we're going to be paying $1.55 trillion just in interest every single year on our national debt. We cannot afford to do anything other than cutting spending, yet we're raising interest rates and that'll create an obligation of 
trillions of dollars just to pay for the debt. So it's unsustainable. I think they're going to raise rates until there's enough stress in the system where something breaks and everything is intertwined. So uh, something could break in Japan or Europe or maybe it's in the United States and it'll impact everyone around the globe because you, you see how intertwined these banks are and these large financial institutions, whether it's Goldman Sachs uh, owning mortgage-backed securities that they leased to JP Morgan and JP Morgan owns derivatives of uh, Bank of America and then they own uh, credit default swaps on Credit Suisse. They're, they're all hopelessly intertwined and all it takes is one big crack in the dam for the whole thing to come down. So I think Jerome Powell is smart enough to know what could happen. And I think they are prepared if something breaks to immediately reverse course, start lowering interest rates and to lower interest rates, they'll just print money. The Federal Reserve will print money and then they'll buy government debt. They'll buy U.S. treasuries from the U.S. government, which we will have to pay back in the future because it's adding to our national debt. But with a wave of buying in the bond market, it will lower interest rates, and then we might get back to this uh, euphoric stage in the markets where interest rates are low, money is chasing gains everywhere, money flooding in the stock market, crypto, precious metals, you name it. And Peter Schiff thinks this is going to happen too. And if you guys haven't listened to Peter Schiff, he's a brilliant guy to listen to. I do not agree with everything he says. He thinks Bitcoin is going to zero. I don't really think that. I think the younger generation is all about this internet funny money. And as they get older, they're still going to be here. They're going to have money to play around in the markets. And if they like the internet funny money, then we have a whole generation of people that will be contributing to the blockchain and crypto. So I don't agree with him when he says that Bitcoin is going to zero, but he has a lot of great perspectives on economics, the markets. So I'd check out his podcast if I were you guys, The Peter Schiff Show. It's a really good podcast. So with that being said, just wanted to talk about a few things. Hop on here real quick, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Elon, he bought Twitter. Free speech might be back in business. I like that. I'm in favor of that. I've been censored and I don't like it. I've seen people get censored and I don't think it's fair. I, don't th I think it's a slippery slope and I don't want it to get any worse. So I hope Elon is well-intentioned with this purchase because if he's not, then, then I wouldn't say we're screwed, but I don't know. It's too early to say anything. I also talked about uh, Poland building some nuclear power plants. It's going to be over a decade from now, though, when they're, by the time they're producing electricity. So it won't do any good now, but it'll do good in the future. So it's better than nothing. And of course, Goldman Sachs predicting interest rates peaking at 5% in March. And as you know, if it peaks in March, then it'll go down after that. And interest rates going down is a tailwind for stocks, for precious metals, and for crypto. So will the bull market resume in March of 2023? Uh, probably not, just because it's impossible to predict anything, but I think sometime in 2023, they will be forced to reverse course, and that may trigger the next bull market. Or maybe they make it to 2024. One way or another, I'll be covering it. 
You guys can listen to me as this goes down. We're watching a movie. Grab your popcorn. Shit is probably going to get even more interesting. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the podcast, share it. I'm Max Kozmolski, and this was Max's Monday Morning Market Mania. Mm -hmm.